Okay, so I'm recording. Now? Yeah. so excited to be with you guys again yes we're here after <laughs> a very trying setup when you see our instagram and when you see our uh our ordeal that we went through to get this episode to you you will love it okay you will love it for the hard work the determination the tag your man in the phone call yes <laughs> the driving yes, we're so excited to be here to talk about being responsible for your own happiness. What does that mean, Megan? Being responsible for your own happiness. So first of all, this thought came from Will Smith's post, right? Mm-hmm. Online. Yep. I saw it, I believe, on Instagram. I think it was. And he was talking about how you have to come into your marriage or into your relationship already happy and that you're responsible for maintaining this happiness throughout every day. <laughs> right, right, right. And which is hard because some people think, oh, well, you know, the, the key to marriage or the key to a, a good relationship is if I'm always happy and if that person is, is responsible for making me happy. Like, you know how some people say, oh, you know, I just have so much fun with them and they make me happy all the time. Like, but no, you are responsible for that own inner happiness because you never know what that other person is going through or when they're going to have like a bad day and maybe they can't do all juggle all the things and do all the tricks and everything that makes you okay. Like you have to contain um, kind of like, um, oh, you can't say like that person is like the best part of me or that person is the piece of me or whatever. Like you have to come or you should come as a whole complete individual. Right, right. But here's where I'm split or I'm divided on the idea is that there's many days that I'm happy and my spouse can make me unhappy. Well, there is that. <laughs> there, There is that. Because marriage is not always. Marriage is the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Speaking of Will Smith. <laughs> marriage is the pursuit of happiness. And then there's, you know, there's there's days that are good and there's days that are bad. But then when you're having a bad day in your marriage, I'll say this. We've been married now for seven years. And earlier on, when we had bad days in our marriage, I had a bad day. Like in your own world. If at work, um, feeling less patient with the kids mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just feeling like, you know, if you're having a strain or a stress in your relationship, it can carry off into other parts of your day. Rather you show it or not, you know right. how you feel on the inside. Right, right. And I remember there being times in my marriage where my husband felt like, you know, 
you're going through it. You're just, you know, not happy. And I'm like, actually, I'm unhappy with you. you. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really like hard to work through. Um, because I think overall we agree. Okay. My husband and I, we okay. both agree, like, you're responsible for your own happiness. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they still impact your mood. So much of it. Now, I'll say at this point, we could probably have a war at home oh. with bombs. And we oh. can have, like, we can flood the house. We can bomb it. We can <laughs> You really burn like it. bombs right now. <laughs> we, can, we can have a whole entire war. And I can leave and genuinely smile. Okay. But this has come with practice. In seven years. And and that's, I believe that's short. Seven <laughs> years, I believe, is short. When it comes to like, till death do us part. Right, right. And Lord, God things. willing, I'll have a long life, right? Right, 105. 105. So 15. when I live to 105 and I'm still working out and I'm just like, I'm great. I'm not like 105 and I'm like, no, can't you had, feel you had my grandmother feet. that that threw the kitchen table. At I'm those the people. cool, right? I'm the cool old <laughs> up to date dancing hey, on the dance floor. My kids it. are throwing me a surprise birthday, hey. 105, hey. right? So hey. I'm living to 105, right? Get it. And then maybe he's still alive. <laughs> I wish I could see her dancing right now. He's I wish 104, y'all right? Could see this dance. So we've been married <laughs> now for like. What? Like no, 70 fine. years, like <laughs> yeah. 75 years, wow. right? Like 80. We've been married like 80 years. So seven ain't nothing. Right. And uh, I'm sure by the time we get to our like somewhere down the road, we won't have wars anymore. Right. Because I don't know. I feel like. And the the topic won't be as it, it'll be futile. It won't matter as much. You won't listen. Be as- you could just judge me. I'm gonna just say I've got into a place where he just doesn't affect my mood as easily. Why would I judge you for that? Because you know it could be a negative thing. How so? That could be a a, a goal. As long as you got good balance and good control <laughs> over it. Because on the flip side, sometimes he could be being nice. And I'm just like, I'm just so neutral. You, never, yeah. you could get in such a neutral mode right. that you can't necessarily get under my skin. Right. But you also can't make me he he ha 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 You can't make me like, that was my laugh. I sound like a, a monkey. I'm sorry. But you can't make me like really laugh because I'm like... In this neutral space, right? Like nothing phases you. Nothing's phasing like at all, right? And so where so, he's like, my wife don't even like. She she use like the happy part don't even. Right. It's not there. Okay. But when I'm 105, I'm jamming all the time. I'm always happy. Like and even if you try to get under my skin, I would be like, oh baby, life is short, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even even in our short amount of time, like stuff that maybe maybe bothered me, like. You know, first first year, first mm-hmm. couple of whatevers. Um, I don't know that it necessarily. Some of it does still for sure, 
but I don't know that the same amount of stuff still bothers me. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like like you said, like in the scheme of things, am I gonna be angry with you for this now and all day and all that other kind of stuff and let that alter me, or am I just gonna have a conversation with you about it later, or maybe not have a conversation with you about it later and continue about my day? Because at this point, I'm not dating you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm married to you. Mm-hmm. So if this is not like a um a deal breaker and if it's not something that's going to um like really i don't know like alter my life is it really something that i need to derail my day your day the rest of our lives for right now i don't know if that makes sense but that's that's kind of where i come i'm coming from with a lot with not a lot but with some stuff with him okay so i would say for me I'm responsible for my own happiness to a limit. Okay. Because you said if it's not a deal breaker. Because if it's a deal breaker, we we having a whole, we having a knockout, drag out, bombs, bombs, Baghdad, uh, flooding. (laughs) Bombs over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad. (laughs) Like, if it's a deal breaker, oh, heck yeah. We have have it all, all of the conversation. And wouldn't that, wouldn't that tip your happiness? It would, but I feel like, I feel, I feel like to your, to your point, there are certain things that, mm, it's a fine line, right? Because you can be in a space of, no, I don't want to, um, we're in a good place and we haven't been in a good place in a while and I want to stay in this good place, but then something ends up bothering you and you let it fester, right? So I feel like, but what about deal breakers? If it's a deal breaker, hopefully you and him have covered deal breakers before y'all got married. Hopefully. But there's people who I know who have shared with me, one's been married for 40 years and... Four zero, that's a blessing. But she wants a divorce. Oh. And she expresses that. And and for me, 40 years, In I'm front like, of this him? is supposed to be like smooth sailing. No, she's she's not. She's yeah. saying this in confidence. Um, but what makes you think 40 years is smooth sailing? Because they've been together that long? Well, you guys have raised kids together. Their children are grown. They have grandkids. And I feel like you've lived together so much and experienced so much together that you might assume that the closeness mm. is really there. She... They're homeowners. Mm-hmm. They, um, she's gainfully employed, you know, making good income. Her children are grown, doing well. And again, like I said, have grandkids, but she's unhappy in, in her marriage. marriage. Yeah, because maybe and now. And that weighs on her every day. But, I mean, a lot of couples who have been together for that long, it's less about let me do this to make him happy or let me do this to make her happy. You know what I mean? And more of a, we've been together for so long. We have this account. We have the kids. We had the grandkids. So now we're just, we, we've entered into a partnership or a business transaction with each other instead of a relationship. Right. Like, instead of me doing things that I know make her happy or that I know make him happy, I'm making sure my half of the mortgage is in there before the first, or I'm making sure that, you know, the groceries or whatever, or maybe, cause, um, maybe it's sometimes people take on, especially women, the persona of, 
I have to become whatever this is that I have have seen other generations be right and so you'll see some some women literally killing themselves because they're trying to be everything they're trying to be mom they're trying to be uh confident they're trying to be sexy they're trying to be this they're trying to be that But who's protecting you from doing that is that your responsibility to because this is another thing that I struggle with is I feel like it's a lot of pressure on me, including from my husband, to perform in a certain way in all areas. And I do feel self-conscious when my parenting isn't where it should be or the house isn't uh, clean like it should be or we're late and we're not on time, you know, like we should be. Um, and I feel like as a woman, as a human being, but as a woman, because I'm a woman, <laughs> Uh, you take on all of these roles, friend, mother, daughter, aunt, um, and you have yourself, right? And your own goals that mm -hmm. are independent of anybody else. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. try to fit them in. Right, right. Some of them you're hitting and some of them you're not because you're juggling all of these expectations. I was talking with another mom and she's, she has two kids and I have two kids. And she said, it's crazy. It's like being in three worlds. Mm. And it's, and it is because when I'm with my six month old, I'm nursing and laughing and playing. And it's like a baby play and crawl and get her down off the course. When I'm with my six year old, he doesn't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> and he's always like mom what about this and mom can you go to prime time today and no you can't go today well what about friday no you can't go friday what do you think about tuesday next week and i'm like no 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 like right and right, 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 um, right. can we do this can we make slime can we uh go to the beach today and then the when he does it right and then right. he's got soccer and now he's in the car like mom i want to play basketball can you give me basketball stuff today and i'm like well you play baseball and soccer he's like but i want to play all the sports and i'm like mm. okay jackie robinson yeah let's um, do it. and so let's do it his whole te parent teacher conference and you know he needs to write more legibly in the homework right so that's a whole nother little world right right and then there's the wife role um where okay sex life um conversation how was your day babe right and right my husband talks a lot and he talks significantly more than me yeah and so that's another space where i feel like i do okay of just like listening and not holding on to it mm -hmm. but sometimes i could tell certain things are important to him and i'm have to lend a certain like part of myself to be there for him not to even talk about like this gonna sound but women understand with kids like you would think being touched all the time like hands like are always on me like yeah. my son is pulling on me my baby's in my arm and my husband's trying to rub on me and I'm like I just want everyone off of me yeah 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 <laughs> And when people say, how are you? I just be like, I'm fine. Great. How are you? But so to, it's like, but to that point, like, can somebody campaign for me? I want to be happy. But to that point, right? Like <laughs> I am, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's the onus on 
somewhat both, right? Because mm-hmm. there there is so much happening, right? Right. And you are an active and present mother, right? Mm-hmm. So we have some moms who maybe not because they don't not because they don't want to be, but maybe because of their careers or and their different whatever have different support system. Exactly. And so maybe they, you know, they want to be there but they can't. So they shipping, you know, bottles in the mail or they're doing, you know, um, or they have a, a surrogate or they have all these like you we never know, right? But I do feel like mm, some people do and this is gonna sound really crazy, but some people do what they are allowed to do. Right? So like if 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 my husband knew, if I knew that my husband, um, no, if my husband knew that I would, um, I don't know, that I washed the whole house every day, right? Would he be as inclined to pick up something? That's what I mean. If I picked up after him every day, right? And he never had to put anything in a drawer, never had to move anything, never had to do anything. Would he be inclined to be like, Instead of me dropping this on a piece of on the floor or whatever, I'm going to put it in the laundry basket or I'm going to do the wash today because I know my wife does it every day. Like without him having a conversation with me, I don't necessarily know that he would know right off the top. Like, yo, maybe today I should do this. Or maybe sometimes um, like he's really good at this. Like if I'm like doing 95 different things and I haven't eaten anything. I won't necessarily have to be like, yo, I haven't eaten today. He'll just slide some food over. Mm-hmm. It might not be what I want to eat, but it's food, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes I feel like we, especially us who take on everything, have to sometimes be like, okay, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also feel like they also have to be able to look and observe and recognize and be like, she's doing a lot. <laughs> like a lot and I know I you know I can say all this whatever with no kids yet and all that stuff but that's what I think I feel that that's what I think is the goal and idea ideal but the challenge is what do you do when that's not happening what do you do when you do have a lot on your plate and maybe you're communicating or have communicated um, I need help with this mm-hmm. or this is too much. Mm-hmm. You have one person who might understand immediately and um, can respond. You might have another person who understands but doesn't know how to help you in that space. Right, right. And then you might have another person who's like, well, I got a lot going on for me too. Right, which is where I feel like the the creativeness comes into play, right? Okay. Because verbally saying I need help is one thing, right? But I've realized, at least in my marriage, what I feel like I'm verbally saying is not necessarily what my husband is hearing. Oh. So thanks. I may need to uh, accompany said verbal words with action. So, if we're going to go back to my picking up clothes. And by the way, he does not leave clothes all over the floor. But, <laughs> back to my clothes example, right? If I said, hey, babe, do you think you can put this in the in the hamper the next time? He's like, yeah, I got you. And, of course, the next time right after that probably didn't happen. But let's say it's like, you know, a month down the line, right? Because right? the intention could be good, but the follow-through follow ain't there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I see, you know, I'm still picking up everything. So what would happen if I stopped picking up stuff? What would if you're my... OCD and that makes you unhappy to see it everywhere? Okay, so either you going to get him to change something or <laughs> you going to do everything. Can, Until you 105. Can we get a name? <laughs> so I'm, That's I'm clearly how I'm gonna make it to 105. So my thing would be to okay, I'm going to stop doing this, even if it's just in one area. So mm-hmm. I could be OCD about everything else, mm-hmm. but if it's that one space that I what know. What if you're really OCD though? Well, honey, you're on your own. You're on That's your own. a real diagnosis mental health awareness yes it's great it (laughs) is amazing i am halfway there however (laughs) if you're trying to get something if you're trying to get something different sometimes you have to do something different right so like if if the words aren't working then what action is being done right and then if the action isn't working then maybe it's your words right maybe another person needs to maybe a branded needs to come in maybe a a lay person needs to come in. Maybe a coach. Maybe somebody that that person... Because sometimes it's like your parent. We're not their parent. But sometimes when we were younger, like your parents said the same thing over and over and over and over and over. They don't hear it. But when somebody else who is not married to you says it, it's like an epiphany and the choir sing and the angels come and all that stuff. So maybe, you know, you just try different things. Mm-hmm. And then if that still doesn't work, then we go to someone who's much more qualified than me, and maybe they have a tool set that we can throw up in the air. Cause something has got to stick, and it just can't be a um, oh well, I I need help. Well, I don't know how to help you. Well, here's what I here's what I specifically here's one thing that I think you can help me with, right? Cause we were talking about I think last time we were talking about several different things, uh, several different examples or whatever, and how some our husbands can sometimes only take bite size. Um, information to work on so it's like okay if 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 this one thing this is the one thing that you could do today to help me or this is the one thing that you could do in this hour to help me you know and and if we both are extremely busy and household things aren't happening then what is it that we can cut out alleviate move back move over make more time for so that we're both able to um, to participate in said household things. Um, and then if it's a problem of, of specifically just like like your your not your mood because mood is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you genuinely just are not happy with that person, like having the awareness, I think is a great thing to be like, I'm not happy, right? And then voicing that of I'm not here are the reasons why. Maybe three, maybe not all 95, maybe three. Here are the reasons why I'm not happy. And then having that person have a dialogue or have a chance to dialogue with you. Because sometimes we can be unang- we can be angry and not know, and the other person not know at all. Right. Like at all that you're angry and you are fuming and dropping bombs and they're like, um, hey, how you doing? Like, it's all sunny and Miami Beach type area where they are, and you are in the middle of a war zone, and they have no idea. Right. So sometimes having a dialogue can open up and, and lead to visions and pieces of happiness because now you're, you're engaging in a conversation and you're getting, you're getting it out. 
of your own psyche, of your own heart, of your own head. Okay. I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm going to be quiet. You're never talking too much. This is your <laughs> podcast. You better talk as much as you want, girl. Wee. Wee. <laughs> um, but no, like, I feel, I feel like the thing for, for me is harder because I, uh, I ebb and flow a lot. Yeah. I ebb and flow a me lot. Me too. Like a lot. That's why this is a good conversation to me because a lot of a lot of women and men, like I said, I'm speaking for women, a lot of women in um, marriages, a lot of people in marriages go through it, have problems, and they do it silently, privately, and quietly. And they're suffering by themselves. Mm-hmm. So this conversation is really good because it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be the thought of, oh, how is everything? I'm fine. I've but done the same thing. The ebb and flow is real. Hi. Like, first of all, we have a monthly cycle. So the hormones are real. So real. From physical to mental to mood. And sometimes you don't even know. You don't. Um, until you're in it. Until or you're in it. it then there's life and life is hard. It is. And then there's um, in having a child, there's postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's just the struggle of adjusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a mental health for mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. for both uh people for mm-hmm. both spouses mm-hmm. but there's a lot that goes on where when you're talking about being happy being responsible for your own happiness that's a really deep conversation about what does that mean and what does that look like mm-hmm. and so far I'm getting that you definitely have to get creative um because something that you mentioned earlier was the deal breakers. I said, what's a deal breaker? Because there's people who's dealing with deal breakers too. Um, not meaning that they're getting a divorce, but they feel that they're in something that's really hurting them. And um, that, of course, will affect your happiness. Of course. But what I really like that you're saying is that you're saying to get creative which may entail not just the two people in the relationship, but it might bring in somebody, somebody that you guys trust, rather that's somebody from your church, rather that's a professional counselor, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, a friend that you trust. Mm -hmm. I would suggest it being definitely somebody who's married or somebody who you think that can give you wisdom from a married perspective. Not somebody who um, has not been able to achieve what you want to achieve in your marriage. Very true. Um, I like how you put that. Another thing that you said that I liked was stopping. Mm-hmm. So if there's something going on that you keep trying to cover because you feel like it's not going to be taken care of, If someone else isn't doing it, yet it's impeding upon your mind space or your time Mm -hmm. that you could be contributing towards keeping that 
nice balance to your happiness, right? We don't need to be all the way through the roof at all times. No. But we want a healthy state of of a mental space, right? For sure. So stopping some things, which may mean letting it go bad. It may mean a bill is missed. It may mean something breaks. (laughs) Man. Can I, um, so I went to a black, you know, a television show on own black love. Um, and so they had a live kind of like clips and conversation. Um, and Kev on stage, he's a comedian, Mm -hmm. comedian and his wife were there and Mm -hmm. they've been married since like, I think before y'all got married. So they were like young, young. Right. Mm -hmm. And they've been married for like maybe over 20 years, I want to say, or just about 20 years. And his wife, I can't remember her name, was talk, but she's amazing, was talking about um, how her parents divorced, like, really, and it, this just happened, like, a couple of years ago, so it's, like, fresh for her. And how she was talking about how their divorce, like, sparked something inside of her to change because um, infidel- infidelity happened in their marriage, and that's what led to the divorce. But they had been married for, like, 40 years or something like that. And what she said is, is that, the person, I don't know if it was her mother or her father, but someone felt like they had to be one version of themselves because that's what the other person fell in love with. And then she went mm. on to say, you know, she, she, once she found that that was the thing, like she found that she herself had started to do that. Like she, she, her husband bought, he bought her like some Manolo Blahniks or some type of really expensive shoes. That she does, that's not her. But she had always just said, thank you, babe. Because she never wanted Kev to feel like she didn't appreciate something. And that she didn't like it. Even when it was stuff she didn't like. Mm. So what she said is she started saying, like, no, babe. I don't, this isn't really me. I don't really like this. Which caught him, of course, off guard. Because for 20 years, you've been liking this stuff. And now you don't. And so, um, not necessarily Manolo Bonks, but you get what I'm saying. So it's like she felt like she had to. Let me just get this clear. Go ahead. Her parent, whichever one, felt that they were being one version of themselves is the same person who stepped out of the marriage? I believe so. She didn't necessarily speak to that. She more so spoke to the fact that they felt stifled. Like they couldn't not branch out because you don't want to branch out in your marriage, but felt like. Every like divorce starts with a small transgression, like. right? Every every divorce, every something starts with a little thing that you end up either uh-huh. not discussing, not talking about, whatever. Right, and it grows. And it grows. Uh-huh. And so that little thing can be planted inside, and then that person, like we said earlier, begins to suffer. Mm-hmm. And that suffering that is not communicated leads you to your separation, which leads to your divorce. Mm-hmm. So that's what she was more so speaking about is how that one thing became something bigger Mm -hmm. and how she saw in herself like I have become this person who tells my husband I like things that I don't like now so she's blessed because she got to identify that in herself and when she references her parents it sounds like they didn't know that no if you've been married for 40 years, what you, to your point earlier, like, we good. We got through 35, 40 is easy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's when you move away from, yes, you cleave, you leave, you cleave, right? Mm-hmm. But 
when you move away from completely who you are and what you like and what, because you all, you ebb and flow too. Like the person that you were when you met your husband is not, is not the person today. you are today. Yeah. The person who you were before your first child is not the person you are now having too. Like, right. so to say like, that's going to be, I loved how you were then. And I have to, I have to stop doing that because I did that a lot. I'm like, baby, we dated each other. We did this, this, but that's not that's not that's not healthy. Who they are? That's not that man is gone. And then you're trying to hold and you're trying to hold them to that standard when they were dating you. Because they say, keep doing what you did to get them. Which in high, which it, not in hindsight, but in theory makes sense, right? Because that same hunger that that's you why had, we got to talk about this stuff. That's why we got to talk about this <laughs> stuff because you will subscribe to a whole idea. That's a bad idea. But it's not. It's not necessarily a whole bad one because you do want to. You there's a hunger that a man has when he when he wants you, mm-hmm. when he don't know he gonna sleep with you, when he don't know he gonna see you in the morning. But let's keep it real. Nah, I, I I I would throw that in the trash. Keep doing what you did to get him. What you did to get him may not even be what he like no more. True. And some people can't even give. Some people don't even know what they were doing to get him. This is true. They might be trying to keep up something that they did to get him, and it wasn't even a thing Very that true. attracted him. Very true. They might think it's they looks or something like that, right. and it was the way that they were handling their business or something. Right, right. Um, but there's a the two. I agree with you. I will add. There is a level of desire, I feel like, and passion that might might be more at the co- at the root of what they're as trying to, to say. As to why they created that as thing. As to why they created that Which thing. Which is keep dating them. Exactly. Well, they need to change the phrase then. They do. Keep dating them. Keep dating them. They lead us astray. Keep dating them. Keep doing what you did. Keep dating them. Because then I'm, yeah, nah. because that one thing that that maybe you love that he did right he may not to your point even realize it even remember it especially if you've been together for a very long time right and it's it's removed or if maybe you know he he needs some more ginkgo biloba and just forget certain things so often when you when they when okay no go phrase i just realized right now i think i don't like it well, because I mean, so often some of the things that you're saying when you think of that what you did to get them right. is associated with an intangible and you be focused on recreating something intangible like although I do see that the on the flip side okay yeah he, he used to bring you flowers and he don't do that anymore or no, when you're trying to catch something, I think that there is an update to the way you go about things. And I feel like it's a false premise to have people expecting that what they received while dating is what they're about to receive in marriage. Now, there's somebody mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. I've read it in a book. Mm-hmm. I never met him. Mm-hmm. But he gave his wife some type of flowers on the same exact day every month, which was their anniversary since the day they met. And she probably hated those flowers. She might have, but, but it, was it was sweet. The, and anybody exactly. on the outside looking in would like it. And maybe she loved it. Mm-hmm. But if he stopped mm-hmm. 
so I'm not saying so what, but it's all right. Like he could do something else. We can do something else. We do grow and change. We do. And what I like to receive now isn't even the same things I like to receive back then. And I think, I think maybe putting a tangible thing. Yes. I think what the phrase probably should have said is just stay as stay, stay observant, stay present. Right. Cause that at the end of the day, it's not the flowers. It's the thought behind it. It's, it's the, the fact thought. that you were listening to me when I said, hey, I want to get final draft. Or, you know, I love this new Canon T5i, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, um, 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 I don't know, Cayenne makes me itch or something like it's the Basically, little. Basically, just, just stay in the game. It's the Exactly. Just stay in the game. In the game. Not on the bench, not on the sidelines, not, not in the observing. stands. Stay just in the game. In it. In the playbook. Well, observe. Practicing, too, rehearsing, showing up for game, souping up. Observant too, though. We need you to stay. We need you to do both. Observing, but not just observing. We not don't just want observing. you out in the, in the fans. No, 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 no. You gonna you gonna fan and you gonna cheer too. We want you playing. What are um our final words of wisdom, um, or our our or maybe not even words of wisdom, just what we want to. I, I feel like you laid it out. You said to make sure <laughs> that you get outside when it comes to being responsible for your own happiness and what that looks like. You talked about getting counseling of some sorts if you need to. You talked about one, doing what you need to do for yourself and making the time and the space to do that. And in, in regards to where it shows up in your marriage and the ways that it could be impeding upon you creating that happiness for yourself mm -hmm. is where the counseling comes in mm -hmm. or the stopping what you need to stop comes in, making sure you communicate your needs because you start off with communication before you stop. And that's right. important. Some right. people just stop. You don't want to stop. You want to have talked about it, said your needs in a nice, pleasant way. So then when you stop, you're not surprised. Right. And he gonna notice, like, she did talk about that. That part. So when you stop, we know why. Girl, it's hard, though. And also something that I like that you said is to focus on one thing at a time. Sometimes we give a whole message about how we feel, and then it's confusing to walk away and know what to do. And you said, baby, I just need this from I just you. need this from This me. one thing. This one thing. In the next hour or today. Or can we do this? every month whatever that thing is mm -hmm. to work on just one thing and not try to baby i need you to just pay attention to me like when how why now mm -hmm. like baby can we talk right now mm -hmm. i want to talk to you tonight tonight and just basically bring it in and define it more so that they're actionable to any given person and it's not unfair playing ground i love it um i sound smart you do, you are you are no but i mean that that's that's a combination of stuff people including you have told me to do well amen thank you guys so much yay we'll see you next time in mm -hmm. to the band of ease whoop, whoop.